Hi, good morning. This is Olivia and thank you so, so much for tuning in and to listen to this broadcast. Today, I do apologize. I am a bit late because quite frankly and honestly, I had no idea what to say today because there's just so much going on in the world right now. And in the end, it needed to be done. I needed to do this broadcast because that is what I, the commitment that I've made. This is what I promised myself Mondays to Fridays that I will do. Regardless of the mood or the uncertainty or the insecurities or regardless of the belief that I've got nothing to say. And you know, in all of us, we all have a story. Your bad story, what you think was your, is your shame and your guilt and your humiliation, your story becomes the story that brings good into someone's life. Your bad story is the story that will remind someone else that, hey, you've been there before. And if you've been there before and you made it, you made it. And I can make it as well. <clears throat> we hold on to guilt and shame and fear. Because we want to protect our hearts. We want to protect ourselves, our safe space, you know? You don't want to go through that pain again. You don't want to feel your heart break into pieces. You don't want to face the betrayal and the disappointment ever again. And what do you do? You build a wall around you. And that wall becomes higher and thicker with every opportunity that you say no to. The wall becomes higher and thicker every time you deny yourself a chance to be happy, a chance to live, to experience life. A chance to see and feel and appreciate the beauty around me, around you. So that wall becomes higher and higher until you become a prisoner within the own walls that you have built. No one can keep you prisoner. No one except you. You know how painful and how hard this truth is to accept? And the first reaction is to reject it. Because how the hell can I say to you that you are your own prisoner, that you created the jail? How the hell can I say that to you? 
don't know about all the people who have hurt you. I don't know about all the disappointments you have faced, about all the mean, cruel people who have done unforgivable things to you. So who the hell am I to say to you that you are building your own prison with your own hands and your own thoughts? Right? That's the first reaction. But, but as hard as bitter, that truth is to swallow. It cannot be denied. There are people, you might be one of them, and I might be one of them, who have endured awful, painful things, who thought that life has ended, who was shattered and lying bleeding on the ground, who lost everything they have worked for, struggled for, and sacrificed for, who, sh who saw their lives blew up into their faces, who faced betrayal in the most unthinkable, unimaginable way. Who experienced pain that no one else should have gone through. And yet, and yet, whether it's you or me, Life still went on. And here we are today. And all those awful, bad, horrific, unimaginable things are now memories. But it's what we choose to do with those memories. You can choose. You can choose. To see this day as the gift that it is. You know, there was a time when someone told me this, I said, because life was just one big bag of badness. And someone telling me that today is a gift and it's just another day of struggle. Another day of bitterness and hurt and pain of fighting for survival? And you want to tell me that's a gift? Go to hell. That was my response for a long time. As I was battling with financial, emotional, and stress. I was battling with disappointment, with guilt, shame. Oh my gosh. You know, the, the, the shame of going from having everything and then having nothing. It's a shame and a humiliation. You cannot explain or describe. It's impossible. 
only when you have lived it. It's a sh it's it's such a shame that takes hold of your hearts and your thoughts, and it sits in your body. So even when you think about wanting to do something, the shame whispers to you. If people know where you live, if they see what you have become, you are an embarrassment. That is what shame does. And living through that and getting through it, it was a process, not an easy process, because Part of the process was letting go. Letting go of who I thought I was. Letting go of what I thought was important. Changing my priorities. But most of all, changing my beliefs. Because you have to face the demons. You can't deny or run from it or ignore it. It will keep on coming back and again and again and again until you are backed in a corner with your back against the wall with no means to fight the demon. So you have to stand up and fight. You have to stand up and start believing differently. Do you think it's easy? Do you think it's overnight? Every single day, it's a battle. It's a conscious decision that you make and you say today is a good day. Today, all my prayers are answered. Today, all my needs are being provided. Today is the day that I'm beginning to see change, real change, not out there. People and situations don't change until we change. You have no control over someone else's behavior towards you. But if you choose to start believing differently, you will react differently. And then people will perceive you differently. That's just how it works. Have you ever looked at people, at someone, and you wonder, why does everyone smile when this person comes into the room? Have you wondered why is it that some people have the ability to light up an entire room without even trying? You don't see them getting into unnecessary fights. You don't see them quarreling with every second person. They are able to interact with strangers. They can talk to someone they've met for the first time as if they've known this person their entire life. There's no magic potion or magic answer. It's just someone 
who understands and appreciates the gift of life and the gift of love. Your world changes when your belief changes. What does that even mean? Because everyone says it. Oh my gosh, you must change your thinking and change your life. <coughs> Sorry. But what does this mean? Because how do you change your thinking? One thought at a time. We all have been hurt. We all have hurt people terribly. As much as I am walking around with the scars of those who have hurt me, there are people who are walking around with the scars because I have hurt them. You know, it makes me sick when someone is complaining, oh, how people have you won't understand and when you look at this person they have hurt so many people they've been so destructive they've been so hurtful and mean and vindictive but it's never them it's always someone else wake up as much as i've been hurt I have hurt you. As much as you've been hurt, you have hurt other people. And in all that pain and in all that hurt, someone needs to step up and say no more. No more. You have no control over someone else's behavior. But if you change your thinking, you change the frequency that you move in you 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 send out different vibrations and yes if you have been a reading a bible reading christian this might all sound like rubbish to you but the truth is once you start thinking differently you send out different vibrations you move into a different frequency and you attract different people into your life you know what happens when you make a decision let's start with a one decision when you say your decision i'm going to get them for what they've done to me they will pay and you start focusing on your revenge you start thinking of the day that you can be in a position to pay the person back for what he or she has done to you you think about it all the time just observe what happens you will always bump into people who's hurting you you will always bump into people who disappoint and betray you. You will always have a story to tell of how you've been hurt. You will, it will be like press the play and rewind button. 
because you it will be like a loop, playing. You will be like a loop stuck in the same circle. It will be playing the same record over and over again because that is what you give out. Even your relationships, they won't work out. You will always be caught up in a relationship with a bad person. And if you are honest, and you have to be, because not being honest is not going to take you anywhere. If you are honest and you look back on all your relationships, you will see what is the common factor? You. And your relationships will all end the same because you will attract the same kind of person to you and you will always keep on saying, I don't know why this is happening to me. I keep on meeting these horrible guys. I'm so tired of men who don't want to grow up. That will be your narrative. Because you know who's the common denominator, who's common in all those relationships? You. The same goes for guys. You will always, always be involved with crazy women. Because you don't respect relationships. You don't respect the feelings of women. You think a woman is there to toy with. So you always end up with a crazy woman until the crazy woman catches you and you end up, end up being married to her because she outplayed you. Her craziness overpowered your craziness. So now it's two messed up crazy people in a marriage. How do you think that's going to end? Until, until you decide to do what is right and you change your thinking. So now look, let's look at the other frequency. When you have been hurt and it's unavoidable and non-negotiable, you will get hurt, all of us. There are certain pains that you will not escape, no matter how beautiful, how rich, or how popular, or how clever you are. Pain and loss will visit you, accept it. So now it happens. So, of course, when your heart gets broken, you do get angry. You do feel pain and you wish ill about upon that person. I remember one time I wished that guy to be constipated, followed by diarrhea for a week. That is what I wished upon someone. And that's just because he did not want to take my call. See how crazy a woman can get? But in any case. So now you decide you have being angry, you spend your tears, then you take a stand and you decide, I'm going to forgive this person, not for their sake, but for my own sake. I'm going to let go so that I can open the channels and the door for the right person to walk through the door. Do you think that's easy to do? But your decision is different because now you've decided to take 
higher level of your thoughts and your feelings. Because if you don't deal with your thoughts or your feelings, they become emotion. Emotions go and sit in your body and then you become sick. You become, you, have, you get ulcers, high blood pressure, you get heart problems, and it starts with your thinking. So now, you have taken the decision. <clears throat> Sorry. You have taken the decision to forgive, to let go, not to hold on to the pain. Because let's see, how do you forgive? Instead of thinking that bastard, when I see him, this is what I will do to him. You say, this man, this woman has hurt me deeply. God, give me the strength to get over it. And you don't. Part of forgiveness is also who you surround yourself with. Because there are people who love to hear about your misery. You start interacting with people who encourages, who encourage you to move on, to go forward, to progress in life. Because when you let go, you open the doors, you open new channels, you create new beliefs. So instead of sitting and plotting and wishing him ill and talking, oh my goodness, I was once in a bus trip of 40 minutes. It doesn't sound long, eh? It doesn't. But have you been in on a trip and someone is complaining the entire trip, 40 minutes can feel like a lifetime. And to stop talking about this man or this woman you made the choice to be in the relationship and you were not happy. Now the relationship has ended and you're still not happy. And you are going to get into another relationship like that because you keep on being miserable. But if you choose to let go, if you take a step back and you look, you will see a pattern. The pattern belongs to you. The moment you change your thinking, you change the pattern and different people enter your life. Look around you at the people you have in your life right now. It shows who you have in your life right now. It shows what you believe about life. It shows what you send out here. Remember the law of attraction. A few years ago, with the secrets and all of those other books, that was the law of attraction. You attract what you think about. But what they didn't say is, how do you change your thinking? Because if I say, how every, almost every person I know says, I want to be rich, I want to be rich, I'm going to be rich, are you? Are you? Because the law of attraction says you must just affirm and it will happen. It goes further than just thinking about it. To attract the right kind of person in your life, you don't, it starts with a thought. 
but you need a picture. You need an imagination. You need to imagine yourself living this life that you are thinking of. Do you see the difference between thinking and imagining it? Because here is what happens why the law of attraction doesn't work. And it doesn't. Here is why it doesn't work. I wake up in the morning. My first thing is I hate my job. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do this. I'm complaining and moaning and I'm negative, right? And then, then I, I remember, oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. The law of attraction says I must affirm. I must affirm. So now I start with the affirmation. Oops. All wealth. I attract wealth in different forms. I attract all kinds of wealth to me. Right? What what others the, the, the channels of prosperity are opening up to me, right? These are all affirmations for wealth. So now I do that for five minutes and I get up, I get ready for work, and the rest of the day I am thinking about that bastard. I am thinking about not having money, how I hate my job, how things don't work out for me. What happens to your affirmation of this morning? Where you were saying, I am the channels of prosperity are opening to me. Do you think that five minutes or 10 minutes of affirmation are going to change anything for you? It's not. It's not. Your thought, it's only the beginning of what you want. You carry that thought through and make it and make it a reality. You need to envision it. You need to dream it. You need to see it. You need to feel it. And you need to focus on it until it becomes real to you. The thought process is only the first step. It's the seeds that you plant. It's like the five minutes or 10 minutes in the morning of meditation that you do. Because you've been told that's the new thing to do. That's how I do it. I must meditate. Right? You do the meditation. So 10 minutes, you plant the seeds of good thoughts. And the rest of the day, you are just planting weed that strangles the seed of those 10 minutes that you were doing the right thing. The only way you can change your life is to stop making excuses. And I know it sounds harsh. Because we all have a million reasons not to do something. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't know the right people. I don't have the education. I don't have the skills. No one would, no one is interested. No one supports me. My friends wouldn't like it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many excuses. But it is until you stop making that excuses because it's your oh my god it's your life wake up to this facts for goodness sake it is your life you are talking about it's not a role play it's 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 life your decisions will affect your life your choices will determine where you live, what you drive, what you 
It's who you get married to, where you up. It's your choices and they start with your thinking. And if you are forever making excuses, if you don't own up, if you believe that you are a victim, you are doing an injustice to yourself, to your gifts, your talents, your knowledge. Because look, there are there's always someone who can make you feel stupid. There's always someone who can make you feel inadequate, unworthy, like playing stupid. There's always someone like that. Then just avoid the person or cut them out until you have gotten into that space where you can say, screw you. This is my dream. It's my life. It's my decision. I don't need your approval. I don't need your permission. I don't need your okay because my heart is telling me that this is what I need to do. It's your life. Don't you get this? It's your life. You have one chance in this lifetime, in this place in this space and time at this point of time you were chosen to live in 2022 that's no coincidence it's no accident your life is not an accident it's not don't let someone convince you that you are too bad too stupid too low, too poor, too this or too that to achieve big things. You know what is the biggest thing that you can do? Apart from loving yourself, which is the biggest thing, but the biggest thing is to show real, authentic, compassionate love to someone who needs it without expecting anything back. That is the biggest thing that you can do. Your support matters to someone. Don't be the reason why someone who's not strong enough and who doesn't know their truth, don't be the reason why that person stops believing. Don't be the reason why someone gives up on their dreams. Don't be the reason where someone doubts their own power and their own strength because you put limitations on them. Don't. Don't do that. Don't. Don't be the reason why someone is walking around with a broken heart. Don't. You have within your power to show love on a scale that has never been seen before. And yes, there are those ignorant people who think that you are a fool when you don't retaliate, when you're not rude. You know, people will say, ah, we thought that you're that kind of person. I didn't expect you to keep quiet when you said that or she said that. You know, block out 
everything that does not serve you, that does not encourage or build you to do better and to do more. You are here to live this life, not on someone else's terms, but on your own terms. God has given you so much, so, so much. But the reason why we don't grow is we are forever looking out there. Sorry, the most successful, the wealthiest, richest, most successful, most beautiful person <clears throat> in the world. Think of anyone you admire right now. Anyone. They are all ordinary people. Just like you and just like me. They have to eat when they are hungry. They have to poop when they have to go to the toilet. They need to pee just like you and me. They have to take a bath or take a shower in the morning in order to be fresh. They sleep when they are tired. They eat when they are hungry. So it's normal people just like you and me. They have family members they don't like. They have family members they absolutely love. They have to ask for advice and ask for help at times. That's what you don't read about. They have to doubt their insecurities. Sorry, they have to fight their insecurities and their doubts and their fears. But you know what is the difference? They have learned how to fight the fear instead of giving in to it. Because the fear will tell you you will never make it. And that fuels them to do what needs to be done. To work as hard as they can, to do as much as they can. And here's the thing. You can work all your life from sunrise to sunset and you'll still be poor, miserable and unhappy. But if you work with intent, if you work with intent, say for instance, you want to be a YouTube sensation, sensation, all you have to do is make a YouTube video every single day or once a week or twice a week. That's the commitment. You are building something. You are creating something every single day. You want to make money on TikTok, 30 seconds or one minute's videos. All you have to do is decide, what do I want to put on TikTok? And then make a video every single day or every second day or once a week. That's your commitment. Nothing happens overnight. Nothing. And by the way, I was quite irritated. Coca-Cola didn't sell one Coke for the year. It was 25 Cokes. They sold for an entire year. Coca-Cola, McDonald's, the original story of McDonald's. Someone was selling an equipment for burgers and he mentioned, he noticed that there was one place who consistently bought new equipment. And he went to that place and it was two brothers who earned, who owned a takeaway. And it was McDonald's, right? They had one outlet 
one outlet. Go and read the stories of the things that you eat. Colonel Saunders of KFC tried everything and he failed at everything. He could barely make a living. And I think he was in his 80s or his 70s. I'm not saying that you must wait that long before you taste success. But this is just a story. He was in his 70s or his 80s. And then he realized, you know, I have done everything. Let me try my hand with cooking. And he had the KFC recipes. And from there, the dream was born. Who doesn't know Kentucky Fried Chicken? Who doesn't know KFC? Who doesn't know McDonald's? Hey, dreams. They start simple. Steven Spielberg is one of the best directors. You know, that man has the ability to turn everything into gold that he does. His, his movies are just outstanding. Producer and director in most cases. He started with a dream that no one believed in. And look where Steven Spielberg is today. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, the rapper. At the age of 11, Jay-Z had to take care of three other children, siblings, and his mother because his father has left at the age of 11. And today, Jay-Z is well known, he's famous, he's a businessman. So what is stopping you? Stop with the excuses. You know, if people want to laugh at you because you have a big dream, it's because they themselves have no dreams. They themselves, they don't know what it means to have a vision. Let them laugh. Because their opinion and their perception are not going to make your dream come true or pay your rent or make that video. It's just a perception. You know what it feels like when someone tells you you have nothing and you are nothing? Hmm? Have you heard that before? You have nothing, but I just want to help you at least have something. And you look at the person who's saying to you that you have nothing. And you think to yourself, but I've got way more than you do. So can you see how you must protect yourself? You never had nothing. You always had everything and even now you do remember that it doesn't matter what people say about you because i see posts like this is what they say this is what they did it's not about them it's about you they will always talk and say and do for you are concerned but once you start focusing on what is important even those voices will go away remember who you are Remember you are loved. Remember you are precious. And remember your power. And if right now you need the forgiveness of someone, start forgiving yourself. Be gentle to yourself. We have all made terrible mistakes. All of us. You cannot blame yourself for those mistakes. You can only try to do better and to do differently next time but be gentle and know that you are loved thank you
I am Olivia and have a wonderful day.